I had the greatest job in the world. Brewing cold, fresh joy for thousands. Alright, we'll we'll do a quick intro today because we have a we have a we have a lot to get to. Very exciting day. Welcome back to Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack. This is episode 39, I believe. Yep. Yes, that makes sense. I just yes. That's correct. Episode 39. Uh, thank you for joining us on any of the platforms that you went and found us on. We appreciate it. Uh, today we are going, this is uh, for our second time in our history, we are um, we are going the uh, the beer route. We're going the six-pack route versus the music route, route today. We have a very special guest. It is the brew, what's the correct terminology, Dave? Is it the brew master? Is it the uh, head brewer? Is it like the ninja brew? <laughs> Uh, I'm going with Head Brewer. Head uh, Brewer, okay. That Brewmaster title just sounds pretentious. <laughs> we have the uh, we have the Head Brewer from uh, from Wachusett Brewery, which is now like pretty much a um, a uh, landmark in the uh, the the Westminster Central Mass area. Uh, Wachusett Bre- Brewing and the Wachusett Brew Yard that opened a couple summers ago. Uh, actually, it just had a one year anniversary. Oh my gosh, it's only been one year. Yeah, I think it's pretty recent. So, so pretty awesome. Dave, thank you for uh, spending some time with us, man. Ah, thank you very much for having me. This is, um, it's interesting. I never, we've never been called a landmark before, so we got that going for us. I just, you know. Westminster doesn't look at much, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's so kind of like the main thing. Playing on it. Living the dream out there in Westminster. All right, so uh, how, how long have you actually been the, uh, I keep wanting to say brewmaster, head brewer? I have been with Wachusa for 15 years. Oh my gosh, um, okay. So I started as just a, a brewer, lead brewer. They throw titles. Titles really don't mean anything to me. Um, but then head brewer is just, I'm the guy in charge of pretty much the day-to-day operations of what happens on the floor. Okay. So I have to um, tell the other brewers. We go around the clock, so there's two other guys. Then there's cellarmen, kind of set up the schedules, make sure that all the beers go in the tanks. We get the proper yeast, make sure all the hops are in. And then I get to go home and then do it all over again. That sounds terrible. <laughs> it's, you know, it, it, it has its pluses and its minuses. <laughs> like, any, like any job. Like Absolutely, any job. it is. Absolutely. It's a regular job. So before we get to uh, um, the, the great thing about having a brew, uh, head brewers with us is uh, we, we actually just poured a brew. So can we discuss what we just poured? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so what we did was we have our wicked big can here. And we have Wally which is our New England-style IPA. Um, so you're looking at 7% alcohol, 70 IBUs. So for those of you who don't know, IBU is International Bittering Unit. It tells you how bitter it is. The higher the number, the more bitter it's going to be. Um, so New England-style, it's going to have a little haze to it. 
Um, it's not going to be as chunky as some of those out there, but it's our version of that New England style IPA. Hmm. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. The Wally is relatively new, isn't it? Because uh, like based on like uh, other releases that I've seen, or am I just completely wrong? And just um, not it's, it's not brand new. Um, it's in the realm of beer for us. It's been a couple years. Okay. Um, so when when the style sort of started trending. Uh, we got on board. We didn't know where it was going. Sometimes you get trends like the black IPAs that kind of hang around for like six months and they're gone. Um, this is this has legs. It's been here a while. We saw what other brewers were doing with the. No offense to you, beer enthusiasts, the people that like to wait in line and wait all day in the rain or the you know blistering sun for a can of beer that you can. We decided to make the same <laughs> beer. <laughs> Uh, readily available, cheaper, just as good. I never understood that process out there. You know, people enjoy it. People make like a day I, of it. Like their, their kids and their family and they bring their dogs and like they're playing like football. Yeah, I can't do it. It's the same people that wait in line for iPhones. I don't get that many. Yeah, that's, that's just weird, weirdness. Um, okay, so... I'll actually, I'll actually start with the, the way that I was originally going to start. So I had two rumors that I actually heard about Wachusa Brewery that I actually wanted to, Boy, I like rumors. Dis- <laughs> to discuss. So many, many, many years ago, I heard a rumor. Like, uh, now, obviously, you guys have a lot of in the distribution as well as like the brewery yard and whatnot. Like, you guys are, you guys are everywhere. Which, speaking of which, how far is your reach? Like, how far do you guys distribute? Um, Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire, obviously Mass, uh, Rhode Island. Connecticut, we got into New York a little bit, a little bit in New Jersey. That's pretty much the extent. Okay, so the Northeast. Most of the New England area. Yeah. Northeast, okay. And that's all out of the, the venue that you guys currently have. It's the only venue that we it's have. the only. Okay, so the rumor that I heard, and you can um, dispel this or just say, no, that's kind of dumb, is that like wh- many, many years ago, there was actually the op- like the thought that like, you know, we're going to have to expand. Like we're, we're actually out pro- like overproducing our volume and whatnot, but um, you actually decided not to because you were actually worried about changing water um, and, wa- and water supply. Not so much. Okay. Um, there's, yeah, we never, we're never going to move. Um, I can tell you that. We've had opportunities. The Mark Hawk from Gardner has basically gave us land in Gardner, right on a river. We could do whatever we wanted with it, free, take it, no taxes, five years, and we didn't take advantage of it. Um, our owner, Ned, loves where we're at, Love mm-hmm. that's his hometown, grew up there, yep. and that's where he wants to keep our brewery. But it's been there so long, too. It's, just, it's become part of it. Yeah, so. and you know, oh, just to move that it would be an absolute nightmare. Yeah. No, for sure. So for listening audiences, we were one voice short, but we, we decided to start with, without our fashionably late third co-host. Jay has actually just joined us today, or just j- joined us right now. Hi, Jay. <laughs> okay, so rumor number one was uh, was heavily dispelled. So yes. it, was, it wasn't it wasn't just because you're trying to preserve your water and didn't want to change any. Uh, we use Westminster town water. It's pretty readily available. I got you. And then I can modify it any way I want. So if we came to the winch to brew beer, I can make the water the same. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah, different salts to it. Okay. Changes the pH. So now this this seems like a cool challenge now. Like we can go to like different towns. Like we can go to like Lowell, and if you can save like Lowell water. I gotta get the dead bodies out first. Or Lawrence. Again. 
Actually, here and over. I hear they have issues. Other They're than, all pretty close. Other than exploding <laughs> gas lines. But, um, so, second rumor. Yes. I heard that um, you guys, as far as uh, distribution and sales go, it is an astronomical number of blueberry ale. It 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 truly is an astronomical number. Um, right now, blueberry's got to be about 40% of our production. Pieces. Okay, that's smaller than the number I heard. What number did you hear? I heard I, it was somewhere between 60 and 70. No. Probably closer to 60. That would be pumpkin head. That's the only thing that keeps that brewery afloat. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Um, where it's about 40% of our production of, they're called SKUs. If you look at all the different SKUs, all the different brands that we make, um, blueberry being that high is is pretty impressive. It's the best-selling fruit beer ever. That was like one of your early ones too, right? I know that one's Actually, the, the mainstays were the Country Ale. Okay. The Nut Brown. The Nut uh, Brown. The Black I remember Shack. when uh, it first came out and everybody at the 99 uh, uh, that I knew was working there, would we'd all go out afterwards and everyone was wearing the uh, uh, Nut Brown Ale pins. Like, everywhere. That's that was, all I ever saw. That came out in 94. <laughs> That's how old I am. Um, and then Blueberry wasn't until almost eight years later from when oh, we wow. opened. Okay. So around 2002-ish. 2001, yeah. according to the... 2001, 2002. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to double-check all of your answers on Wikipedia. That's great. You know what? Because I'm doing pretty damn good right You've now. You've been on point so far. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said anything. I'll back you up. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Anthony's a liar. Mm-hmm. I'm good at it. <laughs> but even bar taps, as far as bar taps goes, like if you go to different like restaurants, facilities, if they actually have a watch you said, there's usually like blueberry and maybe a seasonal. Mm-hmm. We we use it as a catalyst to get in. So you go in with the with blueberry. I mean, if you don't have a blueberry on tap, it's almost insulting to the people. So you just be like, oh, you don't have blueberry. I'm a two-bit operation is this. And they're like, what do you mean? So they carry blueberry, and then we're like, oh, yeah, we also have these 20 other beers that we make that you might want to consider. <laughs> oh, oh, no, we didn't. You know, we just thought you made the one. Thanks. So it's a great, like, door opener. Gets us in. You know, the, obviously, they see the volume. Uh, the product is, is extremely consistent. So it gives you the, the legs to kind of re- sell the other products inside. Sure. And it's a great – it works for all the, all the sales guys. I mean, that's how they make their money. So I – Whatever they gotta do. If it's uh, if it's on tap in an establishment, is it demanded that blueberries be applied to said beer upon uh, serving? Not up by us by any means, um, but definitely it sells the beer because you, you got to look at. I put it this way, and this is what I tell the the guys when we're designing beer or people ask me questions: is when you're at a restaurant and you can't decide what you want, what do you start doing? You start looking around and you see that that glass flow like with right. like little round blueberries floating around in it. So you start looking around, you're like, what is everybody else drinking? And you're like, what the hell is that? Next thing you know, guy walks by with it, presentation, I'll have one of those. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I have to dispel probably you didn't have this rumor on your list or you would have asked me okay. previously, the blueberries don't go in the keg. It's impossible. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think they would. <sighs> you have no idea how many people ask that question. Terribly unsanitary. <laughs> they thought they came out of the top. Stay, uh, stay oh. in the... <laughs> Huh. Come right out of the town. Huh. <laughs> okay, I may have actually had a girlfriend once, many many years ago, that actually thought that that was the case. People will assume many things, and I, and I, I no, no, sorry, no. 
not, it's not, it's not, no. But anyway, <laughs> enough, enough about that crazy. So quiet speaking quiet. of the history, am I correct in remembering that Wachusett was the first brewery in the area that did growlers? Um, that was the first time I ever remember finding it, like knowing about growlers was Wachusett back I, in the day. I have to say that we're probably, well, I mean, we're 25 years, so... We have probably introduced them to a lot of people, but they were around long before us. Well, I mean, in terms of the area, uh, like because I never well, I mean, remember there isn't seeing any other a single around. growler ever so, my entire life until Wachusett. I'd have to agree. I think Berkshire came out a couple years later with theirs. Um, we had the screw tops, but it wasn't. We weren't filling them at the brewery. Those were we didn't have a bottling line, so we're using those is to get the beer into the grocery stores. Um, and that's kind of Opa-Opa stuff. Yeah, and Opa-Opa followed suit with that. I think um, a lot of people followed you guys' suit on a lot of things. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the owners, smart dudes. Very, very smart dudes. Mm-hmm. When it was well, three guys, <laughs> three engineers decided to try to make beer, and they made, you know, 25 years later. Right, exactly. I feel like that was, like, the thing to do in, like, the, the late 80s, early 90s, was, like, to quit your high-end successful job and, like, go make beer. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, or, or drink like, it, you know. Places like Sam Adams, Pete's so. Wicked Ale, like they all were doing like booming, like and then I, I actually just read they Jim, started Jim Cook's off. book and like it's like talks about that whole process about how he left his highly successful job and went to go make beer. How many core beers does Watch have now? Oh geez, that's a good question. Computer guy, you're gonna have to validate this. Wait, I'm going for the guess. Four to five. Well, I don't even want to look that way so he can look at me beers? disapprovingly. Yeah, define core beers. Uh, something that will be here every year for years and years and years. I would go with... You counting seasonals? Because I want to get my info. I mean, he's got the laptop. The Google machine well, is this staring down. You see, I, I, would, I, I've never even heard of I would, so. say, I would count you know. the... I, I mean, I would say yes because, you know, winter is going to come out every year. October is going to come out every year. I assume, unless you guys are going a different direction. In which case, if you can't disclose that information. So, yeah, these are all the year-round beers. 14? So. Okay. The show's 12. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean it's... See? Probably. Well, these I've never even heard of. To be honest with you. So, um... So, somewhere between 12 and 14. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll go with 13. Let's, yeah, let's go with 13. All right, we'll right, all right lucky number 13. So, outside of the 13, how many, how many experimentals would you say you have in the works? Let's see. From... Uh... April 1st till two months ago, every Friday. Okay. <laughs> it was an experimental beer. Right. Every Friday. Because it was New Beer Friday. So okay. we were tasked with making a new beer. Like every Friday? Every Friday was a new beer. Is that even possible? Uh, yeah, no, it did. We did it. Okay. And uh, we had our meeting with the, the year in meeting with the president. And did you ask him to stop? <laughs> well, he actually, <laughs> he, he said that he wasn't threatened, but he was uh, aggressively pursued to stop. Or he was going to get, you know, his butt kicked. Those were his words. Okay. And he laughed, and we all laughed, and they all looked at us brewers, and we're all like, pretty tired. We're pretty tired. <laughs> now, prior to the Briard opening, like, how much was experimenting, like, in the process prior to actually having the live venue? We didn't have a venue to put it out. Uh, right. So we didn't have anything. So we could make a beer, and we filled growlers and gave samples. But we, it would take us a long time to get rid of a beer, so if somebody didn't like it, it could sit in there for a couple months, and then it, you know, we're like, well, 
I just don't feel like it's the same product. Yeah. So, and we don't have a test kitchen. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's 50 barrels. Let's okay. Here we go. Right. You know. So, when we made the the strawberry, I remember this is this is a good one. We made the strawberry. So, my boss, Howie. We, we made this beer. We sat down. We discussed, okay, that's what we're going to do. Last minute, we made some changes. It's going into what the bright tank where it's going to get stored, and then it's going to get packaged. We have uh, Tavern in the Squares coming to taste it. We're both sitting there. Last second, fill a pitcher. They don't tell us. They bring it in to Tavern in the Square. Now, I don't know if you guys own a restaurant. It's a yeah, huge chain. Yep. Yep. This is a huge contract for us. Um... And we walk into the room, and they're like, hey, guys, we got a picture. And we're like, oh, we didn't get to taste it first. <laughs> so we kind of whisper to each other, and it's like this, oh, my God, like panic. And so we poured it in the glass, and I kid you not, I looked at Howie, and I was like, we just got to go with it. We took a swig, and I was like, this is exactly how we wanted it to taste. <laughs> and then he looks at me and goes, it's not bad. <laughs> so we made a couple tweaks. Um and it, we never changed a thing. Mm-hmm. That was it. Like very small things. That's so we wing it. We're yeah, really literally, good at literally it. winging it. That's good though. That means you know what you're doing though. That shows that you're not way off. That's what the boss tells us. <laughs> as well, we trust you. You you inspired Marcus to put out pretzels. Damn. I'm fat. Wait, so hold he put on. Out he thought I was like dying. Really? No, this did is you my, just say you were fat to the fat guy? <laughs> <laughs> this is my uh, this is my sad attempt of trying to make a uh, nice looking. You need to come around more often. Snacks, <laughs> right? <laughs> Fancy water containers. Jeez. <laughs> did this with Moon Hill. So. You did. You did. <laughs> Not my first rodeo. It's my second. Second. <laughs> I don't think we had pretzels the first time. No. <laughs> they worked the king set. <laughs> um, yeah, that's exactly. Just, just stretching my legs mm-hmm. a little bit. You sent the mailer um, out. How can we improve? That's what they came up with. You can fill out your comic card on your way out, by the way. That'd be, right? that'd, that'd be fantastic. How was your server? Um, I, was, uh, <laughs> I forgot where I was going with all of this. Damn it. This is my job. <laughs> So being uh, being a head brewer, like with actually having like the uh, the the brew yard um, actually open, is it is it more interesting at work, more exciting at work, like more entertaining? Entertaining is great word. Um, yes, for for a large part of it, when we were doing growler sales, um, I would actually work out front and fill growlers and give tours. Um, you know, they understood. It's like, hey man, they pay me. They pay me. You know, well. But it's like when you're trying to pay off school loans and that kind of stuff, they were like, hey, man, we'll, we'll take care of you. We understand. We'd love having you out front. Keep an eye on things. Like, super. Um, so I, when I was working out there, it was the same kind of crew, upbeat, five hours, in and out. Okay, all done. Now it's like noon to, you know, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock some days. Bands, thousands of people standing around. And then you, you get nostalgic. You're like, oh, I remember I used to get a tap from that employee tap. That wall isn't anymore. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> it, it's impressive to see uh, what Christian, the president, has done with that whole brew yard. It's, it's, it's amazing. You know, and then they got the, the one that they had in Boston. And you got one in Worcester, too. Am I correct? Yeah. Because we did see that one, I think, when we were there last time. So they, they got the one in Worcester. Um, all of that, you know, all three cranking. It's impressive. They got some stuff on the horizon. 
We have like a Wally, it's, it's, a Wally trailer farm, so they must have some cool stuff coming up. Hmm. It, it's pretty awesome, especially yeah. like being like so close. Like I, I actually like having them in the yard. Like that's that's it's a great place. It, yeah, it is, and it's one of those things like people don't ask me anymore. What's the new beer? It's what do you think of the brewery yard? Which takes the stress off me because I don't have to like come up with something. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I think we're coming out with a shenanigans beer. <laughs> Well, that's also my favorite part about it because, like, I can actually go there and I can get, I can get the stuff that I'm not going to find, right? Like in the store, like I'm me being, I get, I'm going to say, I'm going to use the word ignorant. Me being ignorant, I don't necessarily know the whole Wachusett wine. I, w- I wasn't a fan, fan of country ale, unfortunately, so I was not a purchaser of country ale like when I turned 21 many, many months ago. But like the like the other stuff that came out, like I have stuff that I actually love from you guys. But going to the brew yard. It's just like a whole new like open menu. It's like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah, no, it really is. It, it's great. And to have that many styles, I, I was there for lunch today, and I do the same thing. I'm that guy that's been in line for 10 minutes, then you get to the thing, you look straight up, and you're like, what do I want? Everybody it's, behind me is like, guy, come on! It's like, well, yeah, it's like I did want this, but I just saw that. Um, it was a few months back. Like, you, got, you had a whole line of stouts. Like, it was like... Yeah. It was like... 15 different stouts like that was a fun day for me uh yeah i think we had four 15 was a bit but yeah Yeah. i'm just uh so what we did for one of those honestly is we took we took one of them like put it into a barrel then we took one and we added some um coconut to it so it was one base stout that we we just basically flavored sure sure um but then there was like the the goat the milk stout did you have the tiramisu or am i confusing you with another brewery no we had the, the did we? We did so many of them. Let's just say we did. Okay, I'll give you credit. <laughs> it was awesome. We had a we, coffee. We did the coffee one. And I'm not even I'm not even huge on like exotic flavors generally, but that was awesome. Or maybe I just wanted some tiramisu and a stout at the same time. <laughs> and like tons of bird. Which is basically a stout, coffee in it, and a little bit of lactose. So you could use a milk stout for coffee in it. Have you guys ever considered to do an Imperial Porter? Um, yes. It's on the list. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's on the list. I almost, we almost made one accidentally. It's, so. it's, it's probably like one of my favorite beers. I don't like beer. I'm not a beer guy. I'm a liquid guy. Um, but uh, I'm a sucker for a, a good Imperial Porter. So you could be one customer more. If you put out this one product, you can get one more. So, so excited. I have to say, hey, beside <laughs> myself, that that $19 we're going to get blown away. I want to ask about, uh, so I know you guys do a lot of the, the sports related, with, mm-hmm. you know, the um, the GOAT and all that stuff. Has that been big recently? Like, is Yeah, the Pats sucked there for a while. Mm-hmm. So, do, you th- you know. do you think that actually changes it like how good we actually do or is it actually just well beer thing yes or? yes and no uh you look at the green monster and if the red sox are in the playoffs we sell more green monster really uh, that's interesting so if the pats are in the super bowl we'll sell belichick all day long huh. um so it does help because it's in the forefront of your mind sure look at the the big boys how they advertise you know uh, look at all the super bowl ads they play into that that That's concept, true. so it helps us when the teams do well. Mm-hmm. Um, well, New England's a tough place to be 
like advertising and marketing wise yeah. with sports fans. Yeah. Because they will turn on you in <laughs> super fickle, like super fickle, real fans. quick. You know, <laughs> Brady has a bad He's game. He's the GOAT. Trade him. Trade him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty well, much. Yeah. What? Driving much. home, listening to Sports Hub, and everybody's like, you Wait, know. We lost two weekends ago. What have you done for me lately? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you saying, and it's, yeah. And, we're, and that's the thing. So, like, the, the Bruin that we have, it's a phenomenal beer. Oh, I love the Bruin. You know? And I actually asked, I th- I asked somebody at the counter. I was like, why isn't this in 12 packs? Like, why do I have to buy the sampler and only get three? Because then I have to buy... Like, There's a method to that madness. I, I understand. It, it it comes out. That's how we release everything. Is we test the market with it, wait for the feedback, and be like, okay, so the Bruin didn't get a good feedback per se. What are we going to do to fix that before we release it? I got a different answer at the counter. From the guy with the mustache? No. It was a, the random guy at the liquor store? No, it was, a, it was at your store. Your okay. store, at your facility. Because I, um, I believe it was a female behind the counter at the time. I saw the guy with the mustache today, though, when I got when I That's Wayne. Him. He's been there. The, the Wicked Big Cans. Longer than I have. But I was told that the uh, the, re- the recipe of the brewing the brewing kept changing. No. Okay, so what, just they changed the packaging. Keep keep the keep the employees in line, man. You know you they know make what? up stuff sometimes. It's because they don't know, so they just say, say something that sounds good. They should say we don't know. It's like what a fib. They should absolutely right. because like that just sounds horrible. Like so what do you mean the recipe keeps changing? I still like it. It, it the only change that we did was we changed two hops one because they're not available anymore. That's, we're using an experimental hop. Well, that's hard garbage. And yeah, so we, we so bought. Now, so now I'm out. We bought a bunch <laughs> of it. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, you're not making that again. Okay. Awesome. As far as the sport teams go, really dumb question. Do you guys have to actually pay licensing for those names? Or no. are, they, are they different enough where they can't. They, they can't are different yet? enough. All right. Good to know. So if I ever use anything on the podcast, we're just going to change the names, like, just slightly. Perfect. As long as the spelling. It would be phonetically if you if you sounded it out different, then you're all set. What's the, I forget what the rule is for if I just like change it thirty percent and it's yours. Hmm. I don't care about any rules. <laughs> Wait for you get the cease and desist, then yeah, then you can change. And just keep going until you know, somebody tells you to stop, and then you go, you go from there. I mean, they'll just keep sending those CDs. <laughs> they won't act upon it. <laughs> Good thing about our outfit, we don't make it. We don't make any money, so there's really nothing to go after. It's like, what do you want, a microphone? <laughs> yeah, right. Sing you for everything you're worth. I have two empty cans, uh, some pretzels. <laughs> we got some five cent returnables. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've got a Motorola phone. It <laughs> yeah, uh, doesn't have a memory card. <laughs> Perfect. I can't even update Facebook. How's that? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, as a head brewer, I'm going to assume that you're a beer drinker, Dave. Uh, yes. Okay, so as a beer drinker, what what what's the uh, what's the head brewer's uh, beer of choice? Well, the the Wally Juice that was that's what we're drinking right now because um, we are. Yeah, disclaimer: we said I was, we were drinking I was Wally tested. before. We were, we, were, <laughs> yes. we were drinking the Wally Juice, and you passed. I passed. Yeah, his palate was not unhappy with us. There was this big long beat pause. Oh, for color. Yeah, they that yeah. It's hard to make blood orange look like blood oranges unless you add beet extract to it, or it turns okay. brown. Let's let it go, Jay. I, I like beets. I got excited for a second. I was like, there are beets in this? Good for you. <laughs> so in general, an IPA drinker? Yes. Okay. I drink a lot of IPAs. Um, and so real quick, the, the Wally juice, the, it's our base Wally, and then we infuse real blood oranges into it. Um, 
which can be daunting sometimes because of the consistency factors and stuff. Of course. <laughs> so we've outsourced that to another company and Blood Oranges have a very small window. So we had to buy a lot um, to make sure we had enough year round. For them. Okay. Um, so when I made this beer, my, my at the time my mom had cancer and where I was reading all these things about I don't know, trying to make her feel better and and they were like, blood oranges, you know, it's the next IKE thing or blueberry or whatever it is. And so I'm like squeezing these things. We bought a juicer, so I'm putting them in there. The kids are like, oh, those are the weirdest looking. I'm like, they're blood oranges. And I happen to be drinking a Wally. So I, it was like half a pint and the juice is still dripping out. So I slid the beer over underneath it and just let the rest of the blood orange juice go into it. Then I drank it and I went to work the very next day and replicated it with a growler. That's how I. That's how I do things. So I kind of pseudo made it. Walked around the whole place with cups and a growler, like a happy little kid, like you <laughs> know, is, at show is. and tell. And the president was like, "You need to make this right away. This is our new juice." So they had a little competition when we first opened the brew yard outside. Um, everybody got to make a beer. If it was going to go into production, I won two days before it started. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell the boys. Right? Uh, <laughs> El Presidente sounds like hardcore. Like a new beer every week. Like you need to make this like immediately. But we're here talking about the brew yard. So he, he did it. And you right. know what? Oh, I'm not knocking. You know what? Nobody gets laid off. Not even in the winter. Like nobody gets laid off. Nobody gets, you know, um, hours cut. None of that stuff. Well, you guys figured it out, man. You put those tents, like those doors on the tent, like the, on the tent. Yeah, it's just it. Like even in the production, like they're redoing the floor to put in a new canning line, and those guys haven't been to work for a week. Nobody's getting laid off. Mm-hmm. Like when they come back, there's a ton of work waiting for them. Right. He makes sure of it. You know, Ned, Ned, that they, they he does the financing. We're, they're on top of that stuff, which is awesome yeah. because it's oh, great. Because totally awesome. when, when you hire someone, you're like, trust me, unless you really screw up, you're not going anywhere. Right. No, that's great. I'm actually completely stoked for you guys. Like, it's it's awesome. Like, yeah. like I said, I, I'm excited because like you're only like 20 minutes that way. And, and, yeah, and I say that only because of like you're looking at um, all these breweries are either closing, shutting down. You know, other breweries, um, like if they own multiple, they're shutting one down. Like Green Flash bankruptcy mm-hmm. you know smutty nose with what they went through and we just keep chugging along now the tours are they still as relevant as they used to be or are they kind of going down i mean <clears throat> i feel like the um, tours is kind of like you do it once and you're like cool well like yes from what i i, just I don't curious. work out front anymore sure. so i don't know but i i do know that they brought me in to kind of revamp the tour talk about it make sure that everybody had the information that they needed mm-hmm. um so i think they're still pretty and, and especially when you have 500 people or 200 people standing there um you got to figure like one percent of that is going to want to tour that's fair yeah that's true i don't know our buddy danny's going to tour like every weekend really dan and sarah yeah huh? but um I don't know. It was like something's happening. Somebody, somebody's getting up. I'm like, they're. Watch out! <laughs> I'm gonna use a new cup. I just hoarded all the cups. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's cool. I don't care about cleaning my cup. I'm a savage. I have so many things to say. 
Somebody thinks this. You can say them all if you want. Like in oh, alphabetical please. order, would be fantastic. So, <laughs> so, so now we're gonna ski guy. So now we're so now we're actually gonna crack open the uh, the Wally. The Wally. Okay. Yeah, but you got you gotta forgive our uh, our uh, third host. He doesn't listen to heavy metal and he doesn't drink beer. <laughs> heavy metal sucks. <laughs> so I see you got in on the ground floor of this. <laughs> this, this has been, uh, it's a it's an interesting dynamic that we've added to this. He made the mistake of inviting me to, to be the third co-host and then said, oh, and your title is The Opinion. That's your own. Now, the name Wally, what is, is it just because it's Wachuza and that's kind of just like the short? No, the uh, the Airstream on it is the, the guy who invented that. His name was Wally. Oh, okay. And we had the Airstream sitting out there and, um, you know, our very creative marketing team came up with that doozy. I love fun facts. You know, you bring you bring up a you bring up an interesting topic with the uh, with the the um, breweries that are uh, starting to go bankruptcy, and um, it was something that I actually intended on bringing up because in the last gosh five six years, I mean, breweries just pop up like everywhere. It's like if you have a town, you're probably gonna have a brewery at like one one point or another, whether it's like some like just some small joint that they're just producing, or they have a tap room or the tap room brew pub and whatnot. And I always like that ask because like i know like there's a like the yeah the brewers guild like you have the there's all kinds of associations like trying to work together to keep everybody like thriving but like what's the what's the actual longevity on all of these smaller places um a couple years really what happens is they come in they're home brewers not all of them you know i i think that uh, I think I'm trying to answer your question in terms of the ones that have closed. Sure. Um, they're probably homebrewers or underfunded. They have a passion. It's the it's the guy who can cook really good at home for six people but can't open a restaurant and try to cook for 50 at the same time. They get overwhelmed. There's too much going on. The beer quality, they're trying to rush it out so the beer you know, isn't as good. Um, and there's no consistency. So they, they become more about owning a brewery than actually making a good product. And so that hinders them. So all of a sudden now, they're they're getting squeezed out. You know, they have a tap room or a tasting room. They, they get it flooded. They spend the, those funds poorly, and next thing you know, they're broke. Hops, like just what was it? A decade ago, hops that hypothetically quadrupled in price for like the readily available ones. So mm. some people were paying like $35 a pound for hops when you were getting those same ones for like three fifty. Now is that a demand thing? Like the like local suppliers or maybe like, oh, well now, like where it's, I had maybe a dozen before, now I have like a hundred. I try to give a lot of analogies so people can understand it. Um, so I'm sorry if I give you too many, but oh, no, you can no, no, tomatoes we like and it. it rains for like six weeks. Yep. Same thing. Yeah. Okay. They had a mudslide and it wiped out part of the wheat and then Germany was really, really dry. Then they had a ton of rain and everything was mud. Hops didn't grow. Everything was screwed up. Hop price went through the roof. Mm -hmm. So to answer your question, climate change. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> happens. I work in food, so it's the same thing. Like the whole romaine thing that happened recently. Yes. It's, you know, completely taken from you. You know, you can't even get it. I have a friend of mine who brews and that's like, he's like, you never know. He's like, it's a gamble sometimes. You never knew. He's like, the crop could just die. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it just it comes up to readily availableness, and hops aren't 
there's not a lot of money in them. It takes a long time to get there. Mm -hmm. And once you paid off your equipment, it takes you, what, 40 years before you get your first cones? You know, and then you have to have all the machinery, so, I mean, you can't be a small farmer. It's not really a thing. <laughs> yeah, is uh, Watchers and Bur are you guys represented in any of those um, organizations? Like all the, of them. the Mass all of them. Brewers yeah. Guild and whatnot? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, our, this is the American Brewers um, Society, uh, Val, one of our lab techs, is like on the board. Ned was the chairman for the Brewers Guild, the Massachusetts Brewers Guild. Um, so we're, you know, obviously very, very much into it with just the positions that they hold. And then the, the you got the, um, just the Master Brewers Association. They have the meetings everywhere that everybody goes to and where everybody that touches the beer before it's packaged is a member of that. Okay. Awesome. It's a neat little community you guys have. Like, not, not to reference uh, when we had the uh, previous episodes, but when we had the Moon Hill guys. Like, yeah, we're like, we're all, we all like have each other's backs, man. Like, yeah. Oh, like, absolutely. And we're the big boy in the room. We, are, and well, it's funny because you guys came up because I was like, well, how do you feel about like Wachusett Brewery? Like, the brewery yard's opening up, and they're like literally ten minutes down the road from you. Like, are you losing? It's like, well, no, like that's the thing. We're happy, like, and whatnot. It's like, oh, because I mean, ultimately, you're direct competition. Yeah, but we're brewers first. We're not sales guys. Um, so brewers will always take care of brewers. Always. Such a neat culture. And so when I go there, they buy me beer. They come to me. I buy them beer, texting. I was with Matt from Moon Hill on my birthday. Like, Maddie, what are you doing? You have beer? Yeah, let's go. When we went to River Sticks. <laughs> and then they bought me beers for my birthday. Like, that is the community. Yeah, that's in. cool, though. That's awesome. Musicians, are you paying attention? Just saying. <laughs> right. Especially, I can't. I can't play about my local guys. Our local guys are pretty cool. Yeah. Um, oh, fudge. I had my follow up in my head and I just lost it. Too much. Too much. Drinking. I get it. Too much stuff going on right now. I got lines moving, lights blinking. You're like my cat. <laughs> <laughs> So yourself, like, have you always been into the brewery thing? Did you do it beforehand, or? I was, uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I worked in a restaurant. Okay. So I was on the line cooking. Um, oh, fun. Yeah. Fun, fun. Nights, weekends, holidays. Oh, yeah. um, so that restaurant closed. The owner was, like, done. I'm moving to a small place where it's sunny. Can't say I blame him. Um, closed it down. And I wanted a, I had a baby on the way. Needed a, you know, regular hour job. And I applied at the brewery. And I had brewed previously, homebrew stuff. Yeah. Um, we all showed up at Wachusett's store with our beer, like, just, you know, some feedback. And I'm sure they just like, oh, no, it's good. You just work on this. Probably the same thing they told every single person. Um, but it was, like, gold to us because, you know, at the time, we didn't know anything. And, right. and as we know now, they didn't know much more than we did when they started. <laughs> um but they hired me as a brewer. They're like, we've eaten your food. We know you can follow a recipe. We know, you know, time, temperatures, consistency, sure. understand business, you know, so we're gonna train you. I was like, sure. I read every book I get my hand on, uh, went to hundreds of breweries, got all the information I could, and then just applied everything I knew. And that's what brewing is, is, uh, if you go to brewing school, it's the same thing. They just give you a lot of books Pretty and much. explain like where it is. Culinary school, and same I did thing. the same thing. 
Is it brewing school? Yes. There's two of them. School for something. Everything. That's, that's pretty amazing. <clears throat> okay, in an eight, nine hour shift, how many samples are required to make sure the consistency is being met? Zero. It's in our contracts that we can't. Well, that was a bummer answer. <laughs> However, <laughs> you just convinced Marcus to not go into brewing. At the, <laughs> I can't drink this. It, they say it's like in the last hour of your shift if you're cleaning up, like the production guys. Um, it usually ends up being like the last half hour. The guys will grab a beer. It's like your shift beer. Sure. Being the brewers, our we don't have cleanup time. We go right up until the next guy shows up. Mm-hmm. Everything is two hours and fifteen minutes, and go. And you just go around the clock till all the beers are made. Um, so it ends up being 10 minutes before I will send someone a text that says, bring me a beer. <laughs> and then they'll send like the newest employee over. And I don't even make eye contact. I don't have time. And I'm like, just put it, put it next, put it next to my keyboard. And they'll just put it on a little shelf. And then I just go about my business and I try to drink that before I leave. And then. I eat an apple and I go home. That's pretty much my entire day. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Balanced. Yeah, it's the apple. <laughs> yeah. So being a third shifter, do you sleep before your before your shift or after? I work from basically two thirty in the morning till eleven thirty in the morning. So I go to bed at nine and I get up at like one forty five. Okay. It's not very many hours of sleep. No, I don't know if you did the math on that. I know we discussed earlier. You're not a big math it, guy, it but no. Sounds legit to me. I'm a third shifter. No, no, it sounds legit. So right now, <laughs> it looks like I'm fidgeting. I'm not. I'm forcing myself to stay awake. Oh no, that's cool. <laughs> I've been awake since two, and been all over the world. So um, I'm just kind of keep keep the pace. Okay. All right. Gnarliest beer you've ever brewed? When we first brewed the Larry. Because that was our <laughs> big beer. Um, they had big expectations for it. It was a one-off. We were brewing it with a restaurant or like a beer bar in Boston, the public house. Mm-hmm. It was it going into a competition. It was no <clears throat> no other shot. Like it was scheduled and be in production, dry hopped, released, brought there. Our flying name was on that. So it was like, okay, we got to do this right. And that was interesting because, like, the guys showed up to brew the beer with us, which was an intense distraction. We've never made a beer that big. So that was that was a little scary. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. <clears throat> so for me, gnarly meant a lot of hop ads, huge grain bill, worrying the thing was going to get stuck. It's a powerful beer, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, making sure it fermented to the specs. So you you actually have one that I was going to request that you uh, you you discuss. It's actually on um, it's it's on it's on tap right now over at the brewery yard. It's the um, and I'm gonna the name is gonna escape me, unfortunately. But I know it's the one that's brewed with oysters. Oh, it's the just the oyster stout. The oyster stout. Yeah, yeah, really tricky name to remember. <laughs> um, can you? I've seen this in a couple of other a, a couple of other uh, locations. Can you actually just? discuss the process of brewing with an oyster so we we, it was for the oyster cracker festival that uh westminster has and so we we introduced a bunch of oyster crackers into the the mash tun um and that was difficult because it just turns into just like this mass 
Um, so running off was a bit hard. And then we we took a bunch of oysters, we you know bagged them up and introduced them right into the boil and tried to get all the brightiness and that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So it's trying to figure out how many you put in before it turns in just like an oyster palm. You know. Chowder. <laughs> so we put in probably way less than I probably would have if I was making chowder, mm. you know, or like something oyster based. Sure. Um, put them in, pulled them out, prayed. And it's not bad. It's different. Yeah, it's a little little salty. Mm -hmm. Definitely some different. Salinity mm -hmm. to it. <clears throat> not knocking it by any means. Like I could probably do like one and then I'd probably move on. Yeah, no. It's yeah, I'm not a huge stout guy. Um, anyway, so when we tried it I was like, oh, not bad. You know, I was gonna have one either way, so I had my one. <laughs> yes, exactly. Huh. And the last one that's actually still on the menu, like, it's been listed as a uh, as a limited release, probably for the whole year that I've been going to your brew yard. But the uh, the willy dilly. Uh, well, I mean, that's gonna be like a mainstay because that basically, yes, they've that's never really changed the the sign. It just always says that. Okay, um, that, that, it that. creates demand. Um, that's cool. Cause... You know, a business go out of business every, like, six months? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. Um, so I don't think they've ever just wiped the spot off. We tried it, and people responded to it, and I was dead <laughs> set against it, but <laughs> still there. You're a dead. Why, why were you dead set against it? Uh, I just don't think they're flavors that go together. I'm kind of a purist when it comes to beer. I don't mix them together. and oh. But that's just something, like... Pickles and like sourness do you, and so do pH you, and do you say that like as a, like as an example like for someone who wouldn't drink a fruit flavored beer like is that like the kind of the no it was more of a I really like pickles yeah I really just I think pickles should just, like just stand alone just stay pickles just stay pickles uh, hmm. all right there's just something good about pickles. I don't want my peas fraternizing with my corn <laughs> you suck at that. well I get that but you. Know. I don't know. You, like you're hitting on like some staples. Like you've heard of a pickleback shot, right? <clears throat> uh, yes. The Jameson with the shot of like the pickle juice, like after. So I mean, the pickle juice is just like. Oh no, it's there. Plus, I, I just. Plus, I love it. I like beer, like as beer. Like if you want to put <clears throat> blueberries in, that's fine. But like, I, I don't like blueberries. You be littling me because I like your willy dilly. <laughs> no, 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 no. My wife <laughs> loves the willy. Just went in a weird direction. <laughs> right. My wife loves it. My feelings like love it. Confrontational, <laughs> and I'm just like, nope, nah. nope. There's beers like, my friend owns uh, Cape Ann Brewing Company. He's like, there's just beers I don't like that we make. Mm -hmm. You just can't like them all. No, it's allowed. True. It's allowed. True, yeah. So compared to us, because um, how do I want to phrase this? I was playing it in my mind. And it was coming out like a lot smoother than this. What are the challenges of actually running like a brewery, like having like so much with distribution? Because like, I mean, obviously you guys are just like we just we discussed earlier, like pretty much the whole northeast. Um, what are the challenges with the mass producing versus being just like this, being able to just focus on like the smaller, like more creative, maybe competing shelf space? Okay. You're constantly competing for shelf space. You want it eye level or just around belly button up, and to get that, it's not easy. You have to be one of the big boys. You have to be someone that sells a lot of beer. Um, you have to be the new cool thing. Uh, you know, making sure that the beer can stay in that can bottle um, for the allotted amount of time that it's supposed to. 
making sure there's not the oxygen. Make sure, like, the, sure. from day one <laughs> that it hits the shelf, it tastes the same 90 days later. Right. Those are the, the biggest challenges for me on my end is just making sure that we send out an amazing product that's consistent from the last batch and consistent within that parameter and getting it out there to people because there's so many beers out there. Oh, yeah. I mean, quite a few. you go to any XYZ liquor store and you just look, there's beer out there with dust on it. Like, how long has this stuff been here? Yeah. It's 12 deep. Well, everybody's like committed now to having eight hundred dollars for a four pack. Oh, <laughs> their craft section, like now everybody is like committed to. And to well, you know, when we started, wine was our biggest competitor. Hmm. You know, because you were trying to convert. You're not going to convert hmm. the Bud Light guy. You're not going to. No. So they're going to get their shelf space. So we were trying to eat into like the wine rack. You know, <clears throat> and then you saw it. It happens. Wine is now. Little moved over, it's two or three rows instead of six. Yep. That's, that's and they true. carry less wine, but they carry more craft beer, which is great. But now there's 400 to choose from, mm-hmm. and I'm walking around, you know, going, oh, I'm overwhelmed already. So you actually might actually be able to shed some light on this, because I've actually always wondered this. So Tavern on the Square, you guys are like big contract opportunity for you guys. Mm-hmm. They have anywhere between what? It's like 15 and 100 taps. Oh yeah, uh, like in I honestly, store? yeah, I don't, I don't know how many they have. To be honest with you, every time I go it's, in there, it's a I'm large overwhelmed. Number. It's, 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 it's a large number. It's not like a yard house in Boston. This is the yard house has one. like three. They, 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 they bring over a freaking book for Christ's sakes. But um, it's up. To, it's at least fifty. How, how does like a venue like that actually get through like all of those products? Like logs. They carry. They, they'll pull in the. So we call them logs. They're five gallon kegs. They'll go through five-gallon kegs instead of going through a 15.5. Um, you Smaller. can turn the beer over faster. So if you want to huh. just get two of them, you can get two. Once you run out of the first one, the guy's going to deliver your beer the next week anyway. So you can just order one more and always keep one in the reserve. That makes sense. It's yeah. always the simplest answer that's out there. That's and if it's one a beer would that, never think of. Yeah, you're going to sell a million of, then obviously you get just a bigger keg. Sure. Um, I know we gotta we gotta we gotta let you get to sleep soon, so we, we won't go too much further. We're get we're getting to that hour point, but before we miss the opportunity, um, we did bring the milk stout with us as well, and we've done a nice uh, intro for the other two. So we should, <clears throat> yeah. Let's crack let's crack open some milk stout. Oh wait, it's dark here. You're not getting my cup. <laughs> I counted them. I know I had this. It's a dark beer. What do you want from me? Don't mind us listeners. We're just uh, prepping our uh, our sipping cups. And insulting each other. So, you know, normal episode. <laughs> so Goat um, was... We made this one. This one is our... Um, when we, we actually made a beer with the brewmaster of Guinness. And... When we made that beer, we learned uh, quite a bit from that about the the, type, the right grains, the fermentation temperatures, the the sort of the pH of the water. And then when we came up with goat, um, this was our taking what we knew from that and making this beer. Um, so you're gonna you should taste all the chocolate malt. The you know when people say oh I can taste the the coffee, there's not coffee in it. It's all what all those malts give you. Um, sure. They're going to give you all those flavors, and so 
I was actually not going to tell you too much more because what I want you to do is tell me what you taste. So that way I don't put anything in your head. I'm going to pass this oh, down. So but it was so nice. impressionable. No, because it happens. Is, is this actually on a, nit a nitro tap or is it nope. just on a, Okay, it's just regular carbonated Yeah. Tap. Okay, I didn't, I didn't think it was on a nitro. Um, no, what happens is especially I found that if even us brewers sit around and discuss a beer, and I can, I will throw out words like, I taste vanilla. I don't taste vanilla. I just want to see if anybody's paying attention. They're like, oh, no, I taste it. I don't. I just want to see if you Well, what happens is, like, you like you, give, you, you have somebody <laughs> said something, and you, like, throw that word out there. Oh, yeah, I definitely taste that. But you have to say, like, nothing. You give them the shifty eye, too. power of a suggestion. Try to do beer tasting with because um, what happens is, as far as like like flavor notes, like I do terrible like with that, which is why I can't have I really can't have intelligent conversations. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> okay. About beer. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Anthony. Thank you for Thank clarifying. You. Thank you, Anthony. So let's 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 do it right. Let's do it how we're supposed to. So everybody, pick up your cup. All right. So the first thing you want to do is look at it. What do you see? Dark. It's just dark as night. Mm-hmm. Dark. If you get it under the light, there's a little red hue. It's a little lighter than my average coffee, but yeah. Little carbonation. So what you want to do is you're going to take a sip, mouth open, drink it in, hold it in your mouth, and breathe out your nose as you swallow. Okay. Then you get all the flavors that are supposed to be in a beer. That's how you should drink it. Right. I'm gonna try again in a second because I got caught up in the breathing out my nose while I swallow. I didn't know <laughs> it's that just was flying possible. everywhere. I just want to see if it's shoot out. <laughs> a little good play. I wanted to see if you'd take it literally, just see if start coughing. Okay, that's really not a thing then, right? No, I basically swallow and then when you breathe out, breathe out through your nose because okay. you get that's where sense, you're gonna get yeah. all the aromas. It's gonna be in the back of your mm -hmm. throat and then up. See, this is the problem with me having an intelligent conversation. Like, he's trying to make a joke, and I'm, like, literally trying to, like, do stuff. Well, no. Any but all my brewer friends right now are going to be listening to this. They're going, he just totally screwed him. <laughs> and, but your beer didn't come out your nose, so I failed on my own. Mm -hmm. I was afraid. <laughs> but that, such a very drinkable beer. So it when is. You, you, nice. you get the, the like, Guinness is, it's a low-calorie beer. It really is. It's low alcohol. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't believe when I say that. When I tried to go on a diet once, beer. it didn't play well, but that's what I drank. I drank a ton of Guinness. Mm -hmm. You can still drink beer, a little over 4%. When, when we talked about the stouts earlier, and you said you, you had like a base stout, and you pretty much just added flavors to it. Was this the base? No. Uh, the milk stout was the base for like the coconut one okay. and the tiramisu and that kind of stuff um, because it had that vanilla and it had those like really sweet notes to it, which played to the dessert feel. This was a completely different beer. Um, so we used this one to put in the barrel that we made because it had a better backbone for it. Okay. Hmm. I like it doesn't have like a really strong after. Because mm -hmm. a lot of dark beers, you can taste it for a good like rest of the day. All but our beers you are don't. drinkability. That mm -hmm. is our number one. We want you to have one, but we want you to have another one. Right. If everybody ends at one, I can't pay my car payment. Touche. Guys, go to watch Hooser Brew the brewery yard and buy two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Just buy two. That's it. Just it, buy a six pack. Fuck it. <laughs> there you go. I, this is a beer. This I can get behind. 
like this one. Honestly, it sounds funny, but think about it and then think of like butter popcorn. It's it sounds weird, but I will eat like a pound of just like one of those big bags of butter popcorn and drink a stout. Hmm. It's one of those things. Chips and ice cream. Ever do that? Chips and ice cream. Right? It's the same thing. Because you have all those subtle well, you got sweet and salty. notes. Yeah. And then the popcorn. Mm. All right. All right. I see where he's going. Yeah, I see where he's I see where he's I see the break he's lying. Sharp break cheddar cheese. That's kind of... Dave, sir, again, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to keep you from a, a good night's sleep before your next shift. Because we're, we're all de- we're all depending on your <laughs> your your master beer making qualities. I will stay till the, the can's done. How's that sound? That's okay with you. Oh, absolutely. That just means I have to come up with more questions, which is fine. <laughs> you know how many more uh, myths I have to dispel? I don't know. Like I've been so this. Uh, I'm doing terrible in this interview, to be completely honest. Because like I'm getting like so distracted by like everything, and like I'm just like so entertained by stuff, and then like this guy says something like smart ass towards me, and I'm just like whatever. He's color commentary. For it's my job. He is. He, he's on. He, he's Literally. on. Uh, he, he throws me off my game. That's that's kind of what I'm here for. What's the what's the hot chick from um, um, the karaoke show there? The the one with LL Cool J. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know her name. Oh oh yeah 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 yeah. Uh, I can't remember her name. She's sharp. Isn't that his job? <laughs> he's got the good looks and the sarcasm. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what he's supposed to be doing? Yeah. When everyone tries to. Yeah, Jay- give me shit. And I'm Jay- like, Jay- bring Jay- it. <laughs> oh God, Chrissy Teigen. Oh, Chrissy Teigen, that's hey! it. <laughs> there it is. All I could get was T. I couldn't remember the first thing. Good thing. Thank Have God you- I remembered LL Cool J because we still go karaoke. <laughs> what are you talking about? Have you guys ever uh, participated in any of the? Uh, I'm gonna use the word gnarly again, but like the gnarly beer fest, like like. Specifically, the extreme, extreme beer yeah, fest out of Boston. Have you, you guys yes. ever participated? The, we did the Wally in there, um, but honestly, we, I mean the the. Larry. It's not very extreme though. No, we did the Larry the first year, um, but honestly, we don't make beers that are that far out to really enter. Um, Ned has tasked us with it, but we have this amazing problem that is a good thing and then a curse all in the same thing is we don't have the time and the production schedule in the tank space to make it happen. It means that we are doing such a good job making good beer. The brew yard is just kicking ass that we just, we can't fit it in. That's a good problem to have. It's a great problem. And the boys, they want to experiment. They want to do it. And we'll submit a bunch of crazy ideas. Like I had had an idea about, you know, making one that that tastes like um, hot balls. Now it'd be like out there, make it like nine percent, make a Belgian strong ale, and just like red hots, and just like fireball, and you know we're gonna call it flamethrower, put it out there to like that's gnarly. How's that? Hey, my life just thinking about it. And we were just making fun of. I was just making fun of all the the idiots that drink fireball at work. Yeah, right. But I can't do it. I'm, I, you oh, know what? They're not God. idiots. They're young. They're fun, and they're having a great time. And they I would probably buy, and... they would buy the s out of that beer. Oh yeah, no, they mm-hmm. would absolutely love it because I'd make it like nine or ten percent, make it taste like because I had just put like a ton of like cinnamon in it, <laughs> like cinnamon extract that mm-hmm. burns because that's how they make that. But any antifreeze. And, and then I'm picturing the and I'm picturing the black and tans with it. See? Oh, there you go. The hell would you mix that with? But cider. Yeah, it's just, yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. That, that was be that really was my that was my play. Now, do you think I, you guys would ever do a cider? 
We do have a cider. They have a cider. We have I, two guys. I was actually going to bring this up because I learned from another brewery that you have, you have to have a winery license to do a cider. Yes. And so uh, you have a winery license? We have what we refer to as a cider making license. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fruit processing license. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, so, yeah, because you're distilling fruit. Yeah. Essentially, he's, he's right. Yeah, you need a license. Um, but, yes, we, we got it, and we have to make X amount. We've had it for several years, actually. This cider is actually pretty good. Is it? I've never had it's it. It's too dry for my take. Well, um, you see, that's what I like about it, because I don't like the ciders that are overly sweet. And, yeah, it, well, I, d- I don't want it sweet. I want to back-sweeten it a little bit. But then they tell me, Dave, just make the beer. So then I just hang my head, and I go in my back of my office, and I, I text oh. my wife and say, hey, oh. I like my ideas again. <laughs> and she says, it's fine, honey, it's fine. We'll have Cheerios for dinner, and it'll be fine. <laughs> so, okay. So do you listen to music while you brew? Yes, have to. We okay. get Pandora. The, the I mean, not Pandora. We get XM Radio. Okay. Um, so the, the brewery pays for XM. So I listen to Turbo 41 I all day long. Turbo. At like max. Okay. That's and we right. have a, That's I, right. like, I like a lot of music. And I was I told the kids that I was going on the show. And uh, so, you know, I'd be a little late. And so my son, uh, Caleb, we, we call him Bubba. I'm like, Bubs, I'm going to be on a show about like heavy metal. So we had hockey today, so we were listening to like Volbeat, Metallica. Nice, nice. I, I, well played. You know, trying to do them right, and um, you know, we're going down and we're doing like old school ACDC, yeah. and so he's like, "You get like, you're ready for the thing." He goes, well, "I right, well, quiz me, guys. What, what do you think they're gonna ask me?" And he goes, "What kind of music do you listen to?" And I was like, "I was just, I was like, I listen to like Conway Twitty." Yes. A lot of country music. <laughs> and I was just going to, like, shoulders forward, be really frumpy, because I thought, like, I'm thinking... It's always a fireball thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. And, uh, you know, I like a lot of country music about your, you know, your truck getting stolen and stuff. Mm-hmm. Attractive. So they, they kind of laughed at that. And, um, you know, they were asking me, like, do, do you like beer? And I was like, no, I can drink me a really good Coors Light. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, they're going to kick you out, Dad. <laughs> they're not going to like you. <laughs> They're gonna leave and be like, "We're just deleting that." <laughs> no, 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 no. So yeah, you know uh, the thing is, there's different kinds of beer drinkers. Okay, so if you're gonna drink like a fish and an idiot, you go buy like a Coors Light and a Bud Light, Bud Light because it's like eighteen, nineteen bucks for like a thirty pack. Because like, the board is like the, the the board is five minutes that way. If you're gonna actually like enjoy your beer, you go for quality stuff. <laughs> and you know what? And it doesn't have to be a watch use product as long as you're buying a good beer. We all win, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And it's the, the people that are making bad beer. And you know what? And for the guys like my brother-in-law who drinks crap beer and only drinks my beer when it's holidays and it's free, it's fine. You it's know what? Because we're not going to convert you. You're not so going to buy just, it. We just made your life better, though, for like one day. Right. He's, so he, I appreciate You're it. a nice guy. You're, he's, he's a nice guy. No, screw you guys. <laughs> Stop drinking shit beer. <laughs> it's, it's, can, we throw somebody in, can, can we throw somebody into the bus who makes a crap beer? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Throw somebody under the bus. That makes a crap beer? Yeah. Oh. Because you, you're, you're an expert. Like If you drink anything from, like, Genesee, Cream Ale, anything like that, you know. Yeah. Like, but they give you, like, 20 of them for, like, five bucks. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want. Just, you're not, I'm not going to get your business. We'll drink a fun And we're not going to have the same sort of I I know, ideology. Got a lovely, lovely natty ice like, going on. <laughs> natty, you know. Natty. Natty. Oh. <laughs> You're gonna get the big can of that. The natty Anybody natty. drinking a giant can in a paper bag, whatever it is, <laughs> don't drink that. 
Uh, you think in a plastic bottle? Uh, dude. A <laughs> plastic bottle. Well, there's, they have like the big like, plastic bottles. Yeah, no, 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 I forgot all about those things. Yeah. Dude, there's like three wicked Steel big cans in this room, man. They all have Wachusett on it. Like, yeah, I think yeah but you had to wrong. go to the brewery. You had to pick which one you wanted. They filled that can in front of you. We didn't send that in a paper bag to the grocery store. Let me ask you about this can, actually. Sure. If you don't mind, because I know this is like the new fad to like come up with the cans. If you haven't noticed, I'm a, I'm a growler collection. collection. I, I, I've noticed that as uh, as you're listening. I'm, I'm looking at this wall of growlers. I might have several dozen that you don't have. Several well, you dozen. are more than welcome to. Ooh. Well, the thing is, I have, to actually, I have to actually go there. You can go to my house, and I will give them to you. <laughs> well, there you go. So, well, meaning the venue, because I, I like to think that I'm a purist. Like, I have to actually go and actually sample said beer. Two of these are from Germany. You're not getting the uh, place isn't uh, there. Don't tell me I'm not going to Germany. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to this brewery. The guy died. He's not there. This is dead people beer, Look, man, man I believed him when he first okay, said enough. you weren't going to go. Okay, fair so. enough. So you open it and the ghost comes out. Okay. Um, what was I going to ask? I was talking can. about the cans. The cans are great. I was, I was talking about it. So this product, though, like the way this actually gets poured, like gets poured from the tap, like that whole like, like cool like little machine that actually like, tops these things off. Seamer, everybody. Seamer. The, um... This. They said it's a little with little you mouse. Guys, just relax just for like five minutes. Out. Stop busting my balls for like two goddamn seconds while I like work out some stuff. I is educated. <laughs> <laughs> the quality of this versus actually like buying like a six pack. Like, what's the shelf life of this thing versus? It's far less. Uh, that uh, it, that's not CO two purge. So there's air and grass. Um, you know, with with the canning line that we do, say we're doing a twelve ounce can. That can has been. It's been purged of CO2, um, I mean, purged of oxygen with CO2, so there's no there's no air and grass. We're talking about parts per billion here. I mean, we're so good at it, honestly, with doing our bottles. Sam Adams came to us and was like, how are you doing it? It was pretty awesome. And it's not even me. It's those guys, like, I just make the beer and I give it to them. They do a phenomenal job in the packaging line, so they got all the oxygen out of the cans, the beer will last. It won't get oxidated. With those cans, they do. They do. They the, the people that film for us, they do a great job. You know, you saw it's just like a growl. They try to film to the top, and then they seam the can. There's a little air in there. It's going to be in there. Yeah, it's gonna, yeah. um, so it's not going to. I would say well, it's kind of four or five days, maybe, much like a growler. The best part of these what cans. What about even are, like an immediate effect? Because obviously, like like even when you do like a tap pour, I mean, this is like just kind of. This is probably an improper word for it, but like there's oxidation that's like happening because like, it's hitting the atmosphere, it's enjoying the world. No, oxidation is when there's residual air that sits on the beer. See, that's why I said it to break down. <laughs> that's probably a bad word. Yeah, and it's not immediate, but okay. I know what you're saying. All right, I got you. There's definitely, um, but it, it, it's the same process when you fill the can. It's it's filled, but it's under pressure. Jay, if you want to make fun of me, ask a better question. <laughs> Okay. I see. I see. I see. <laughs> your laser glare across the room. I, I averted my gaze to the apple on the back of your laptop. <laughs> I don't know. I you don't apple, know. oxidate this. <laughs> We're almost done. The can's almost gone. Yeah. It's a. Uh, I don't know how I feel about these things because I've never a, seen this before. Being a growler the can, the big can collector, things. like everybody's kind of going to these crowler. Thirty-two can. ounces. Uh, you don't have to commit to the whole thing. Um, we love cans for the reason that 
can is a can is a can. It's endlessly recyclable, so that can turns into another can. can. Glass, sure. you need three of those growlers to make one more growler. Oh, I got you. They're twice the weight, the bulky. Okay, so another dumb question to follow up my, my first dumb question. When you open this thing, you're pretty much committed to it. Yeah, but it's it's two pints. That's a lot, man. I, I'm sorry. I feel you like anybody buying this can doesn't feel like that's too much. No, they're in it for the long haul, man. Dude, I'm just kidding. Bro. Like this, this is I like, knew you were going. Oh, well, I'm, I'm just trying to imagine this is like a, being this is in like, the garden, this like is like being a in there, hanging out, drinking some. Because I assume at the end of your meal, you can be like, oh, I want a couple of cans yep. of what I drank. Yep. So just go home with what you were drinking. That is my Bruins game. <laughs> you know, I if my buddies are working, my wife's working the, See, the yard. Cool. I like that the fact that you gotta go in and eat and drink and yeah. then you can be like, oh, I'd like a six pack to go. Yeah, and the <laughs> stores there, uh, they fill the growlers. The they have the little. Wait, they have the six packs of these. They can. That'd have been way easier. <laughs> <laughs> but the the price on those isn't bad though. Honestly, I don't know. I can't remember what they, what they fill that for. Like six bucks, seven bucks. Oh, that's not bad at all. God, that's half for of what you said. Is that what it was? Uh, the goat cost me, I think, about six and a half. Um, I, I want to say the Wally Juice was probably eight and a half. That's two pints. Where can you go and get two pints of beer for? I wasn't knocking it, bro. Mm-hmm. Just, you months. asked me a question. I'm just giving you some numbers. You asked me why everybody's going that way. Okay. I'm still answering your question. Okay. I like I'm it. Sorry. Sorry. Very defensive. I didn't say. I, didn't, I said math was hard. <laughs> math is hard for that. me. Like I, I hated math. I can so. articulate. All right. Fair enough. You know, you're welcome anytime. You, you're you're willing to take shots at Marcus. I, I tried to come out, and then you guys were, you know, breaking each other. So I just. It's hard, right? It. Like you just jump on. The problem is nobody's making fun of me, so I'm just sitting here like I guess I'm not in the cool kid group. It's a first day thing. If you came here for a second day, like all all hell would break loose. That's pretty much how it happened. With me. Is that like a like an invite? Because I know the secret password to get in the front door. Yeah, it's like our email. It's, it's like, I'm hey. here. I'm here. That's yeah. That just that everybody works. out there, just just say I'm here at the door. They'll let you in. We can, we can even have you call in, man. You don't even have to like actually show up here. You can just call. Although we won't be able to talk about the beer or drink it. You know what? You. If you invite oh, me wait. back, I'll bring beer, and I'll oh, bring okay. some friends. Oh, we like friends. I'll bring some friends. I wait doing next Thursday. <laughs> um, yeah, you know I have all next week off. <laughs> we have. We- but yeah. I can. We, we gotta fill content. So I can, <laughs> I'll give you a list of people for you to contact okay. to come. Okay. So I'll get my buddy Sean from Stone Cow. You know, Ooh. I'll Ooh. get my my adopted brother from another mother from Berkshire, Chris Fontaine. Have him come down. He has to come see the kids anyway. Like all at the same time. Like this. Is- no, I mean we can do all of us, and we like can just s- do all like brown ales one day. Feel like sensory overload. Brew a palooza. Brew a palooza. Can I just like put you guys in a room, put mics in front of you, and just like sit and watch? <laughs> it, it, you know what'll happen is be like that's exactly what would happen. <laughs> like, I would just no, be we'll be like, so it, uh, can you believe Cascade is like through the roof? <laughs> so bad. So uh, your kids playing uh, baseball this year, huh? Baseball. That's what happens. We life talk so- like we just talk about real life stuff. <laughs> Normal life, things. life stories at head brewers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's. So, what kid activity do you have to go to tomorrow? Right. What's that show? Like the Wi-Fi password for this place. <laughs> 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 That's the only advantage is we te- we can text one another. Um, Fontaine, amazing, amazing human being. You're gonna love him when he comes down here. 
Um, I like I like how he said that when he comes down. When? No, he's ha- he, it'll happen because I'm gonna make him come out and then the two of us will come down. Okay. okay. And we can tell you the, the weird story how we're related now. Okay. And it's not like backwoods. Like, you know, we married each other's sister. It's mm-hmm. not like that. Yeah, we're from Winchester. Nothing. <laughs> 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 you owe me for that joke. Um, I, I gave it to you. If you didn't go to it, man, goodbye. <laughs> yeah, which, I, 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 it was served you up. I saw the brick you laying. But no, uh, been here for 35 years, bro. I think I'm all about it. No, he uh, he he brewed a beer with my mom actually before she passed away, and That's cool. uh, she officially adopted him. So he became the youngest of the five of us, and it fit in perfectly because we were breaking his nuts, and she yelled at us, <laughs> and he was the only name she could remember. And, you know, I don't know if you have a lot of siblings, but your parent will go, you know. They'll go through all the names before yeah. they hit yours. Bobby, Tuffy, David, Dave, David. Yeah. Like, what? You leave Christopher alone. I'm like, oh, you in full name? That's it. You know what? You're out of the will. <laughs> like so many, I used to get called my sister's name. Wait, what? <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> Incorrect. That'd be cool, though. The more the merrier. No, I like what you guys are doing. This is fun. So, I would like to personally thank you very much again oh, for sure. taking your yes. time, coming yes, hanging out with us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I, I look forward to the second meeting when like ball busting will commence, like something <laughs> fierce. I'm gonna I'm gonna wear a shirt that will just totally let you have it. Okay, can we? We'll do Facebook Live for it. We'll set that up. I'm not sure I can wear that shirt now. <laughs> Marcus, Marcus, I'm gonna want pretzels on that date too. No. <laughs> Tell me what Expectations are high. I want pizza rolls. <laughs> Ooh, pizza rolls. <laughs> we do, we're gonna do pizza rolls in the air fryer with with beers from. Okay, first off, you know once the fryer's out, Anthony's taking over, and we're all having Oreos. It's an air fryer. Anthony has you, no. You can't Oreo. You, yeah, I can't do that. Well, I have your email, so I'll get a hold of you. Um, and if we got anything cool on the horizon, I'll let you know. And sweet, then, uh, sweet deal. If we can get the, I'll see if I can't get a couple of us in. Maybe we can do like an Oktoberfest tasting or something. Oh That'd be my cool. sweet Jesus! Um, you, like you and your Oktoberfest. It's a it's a rough it's a rough season. It really is. October was a long month here. <laughs> Seemed to be. <laughs> it's a long month for us. It's a, it's festival season, so yeah. it was a long two months. Yeah, yeah, it was. I remember I went to the. It was August, August end of July, and I went to go get beer to come here. I went in, and there was the first pumpkin ale I went. <laughs> yeah, like what's going on? Like why that was released at the end of June, just so you know. <laughs> like why is the beer season kind of following like the it's holiday not, season? It's, like it's you like, saw the you saw the the pumpkin head, and they released that at the end of June. It's 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 got to be wow. 70, 80 percent of their their yearly. So that stuff's gonna be out till February. Yeah, but I'm saying in general, like like early August is like when Oktoberfests are starting to like pop up now. It's well, you like, gotta remember what are these Oktoberfest is technically in September. So, and I mean, point, you're gearing up for the 1st of October. So, and at this yeah. point, would you say that in, in most of the breweries, like Repertoire, that Oktoberfest and Pumpkin Ales are completely separate? The two totally different beers now? Oh, yeah. No, they always should have been. At least they were for us. Okay. Um, yeah, they're, they were, they're completely two different beers. So, our Oktoberfest is, you know, made in the, the Mars and Way, but... We use an ale yeast, and people gave us crap for that until we were the one of the top five Oktoberfest in North America. And we're huh. like, yeah, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> it's way better than Sam Adams, by the way. 
Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, whoever brews that for him. Somebody in Ohio. <laughs> like, whatever. Just ask. All right. Get my friends from Jack's Abbey down. Huh? Another one. I love those guys too. Those guys are good too. They're up there somewhere. Look at the peanut butter one. Uh, peanut butter jelly beer. They're my top shelf. <clears throat> Although my shelves actually don't have rankings. This is just how I. Tastes like how tacos. I, how I stack them. Like, so whoever shows on. up, they get that top left corner. I like it. I, I will so say Moon this. Hill, that those alehouse growls are at the top. I actually, they just in all honesty, fit. the reason why yours is on that corner is because I probably use it more than the rest of them. I just assume they didn't fit on the other shelves. Well, the top shelf is actually built for the taller guys. Well, I like it. It looks very nice. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I'm very proud of my wall. Well, again, thank you, boys. Appreciate oh, you having thank me. You. Thank you thank so you. much for the for the time and uh, keep doing what you do, man. We love thank it. Thank you. Yeah. Will do. All right, we're gonna hit. Yo, this is Bobby Spence from Hotel Graffiti. You are listening to Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack Podcast. Light me up. Get it. Mmm, pretzels. <laughs> Definitely pretzels. <laughs> I hear you. Huge fan. <laughs> Uh, thank, thank you, everybody, again for uh, listening to Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack in, uh, on whatever um, avenue that you find us on. If you have not done so yet, we have our actual main uh, webpage now, HMOA number six, P A C K dot Podomatic, P O D O M A T I C, I think, dot, no K. dot net. So, HMOA Six Pack dot Podomatic dot net. That is our main webpage. Um, it's been getting, it's still under construction, but it's been getting updated pretty fast and furious. And like, there's some pretty cool stuff up there. You can uh, check out all of our featured artists. The uh, the beer tree is growing. The uh, new, the news links are coming up. We still have the uh, the Christmas list, the uh, the Christmas playlist. If you want to uh, go check that out, that's on the homepage of the uh, the webpage. Go check it out. And we have two shows coming up, sponsored by huh. yours truly. Heavy metal over a six pack features two shows. If you're in the Massachusetts area, these are probably going to mean something to you. The Red Onion. On January 5th, is going to feature Sire, which, by the way, is uh, Garbage. Garbage. Marcus and Anthony's band. Um, Plea of Insanity and uh, Machine Gun Mayhem. And then January 12th at the Raven, legendary original music site for Worcester, Massachusetts. Sire again. <laughs> Plea of Insanity again. Machine Gun Mayhem again, but shit, what the hell are they called? Uh, <laughs> we were almost professional. <laughs> this last minute thing is like, edit this out. Edit this out. <laughs> no, don't do it. Yeah. Edit this don't out. do it. Um, 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 it's our um, grassroots. Um, feed the beast. I'm so sorry. Feed the beast. I'm so sorry. It's gonna be like the headlining after that one. That's at the Raven on January 12th. So two acts coming and more acts coming up because um, I actually spoke with one Mr. Dave Pottle from Frenemy. And then he thought like this like, was his idea. And to the have, Darkest like, Side some, Podcast. To have some big podcast music festival and a bunch of bands and podcasts. Sounds and lame. Like, like, like he thought of the idea. Like he came up with that kind of idea. But we're, we're going to work that out. So we got some... We got some big shit coming up in 2019. I don't know who you are, Dave Pottle, but I feel like you're taking a shot right now. No, Dave Pottle's my boy. I got uh, <laughs> our homie from a uh, friend of me. I don't know how to not cause trouble. <laughs> you're very bad at it's it, kind but of also kind of good at it. All right, send us your feedback. HMOA number 6 PACK at gmail.com, or you can go to that website. There's all kinds of contact us uh, buttons like available to us. 
uh, to you rather to uh, contact us. And um, yeah, we'll talk to you guys later. And the, you know, the, the video's up there, guys. Alexa will literally go find the podcast for you. Yeah, we've become the future. That means your Google Home. Your Apple, whatever it is, we got. They'll Google. do it too. We got a Google Home for Christmas this year. God, I don't even like pretzels. Use it. You don't even have to go onto the yeah. internet and find us. I've always been an Apple guy. Ask the AI overlord. <laughs> They'll direct you to us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, yo. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy, see you next happy. year. We'll see you on the flip. Peace. End of this episode. Another fun-filled day in the world of heavy metal over a six-pack. This is Anthony, Marcus, and Jay signing off. See you next time.